you guys get the privilege, the privilege of uh, hearing my very first ever uh, sermon or <laughs> teaching. I used to be a youth pastor a long, long time ago, but that was a little different, you know. Um, so I'll just open up in prayer and then we'll get going. Lord, we just thank you for today. We thank you for this time that we can come together and just just focus on you. And that's what this is all about. Um, I just ask that you would help me to speak what you want me to speak. And, and even if it's not what I'm saying, that you would just open people's hearts to hear what you have to say to them uh, at this specific time, Lord. And we just thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, <clears throat> I wasn't originally going to do this, but I felt like during worship that I was supposed to kind of go into a little bit of, well, my testimony or, you know, who I am. But <clears throat> so I am Aaron Peterson. My lovely wife, Gabrielle, is right there. Um, I've known, well, I've been a Christian preacher my whole life. And uh, it's like, it's been good and <clears throat> all that, but there's been, you know, ups and downs. And uh, when I was 20, I don't remember now, 20-something anyway, um, <clears throat> I was going to school and not really knowing what I was going to do with my life, but I've loved aviation like pretty much my whole life. And uh, <coughs> I'm like, I heard about this helicopter flight school out in Oregon. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna go to that, you know? Cause I just, you know, felt like I was supposed to. And, and so I move out there by myself uh trusting God that, that that's what I'm supposed to do with my life. And I'm out there I'm out there like a few weeks and I I had been working at Walmart Distribution Center and I transferred to a store, uh Walmart neighborhood market <laughs> grocery store. So I had a job but it, it wasn't like the best paying and it was kind of expensive to live out there and so I'm like I didn't have a place to live. I just moved. <laughs> and like, here I am, you know, <laughs> living the dream, you know, like going to flight school and uh, not having a place to live and living in my car some days. Uh, and then I did stay in some hotels uh, a little bit too, but I'm out there and you know, eventually I found this place to stay, and it's, like, kind of expensive, but, uh, you know, it's cheaper than other things I've found, and it was, like, it was, a, um, like, a condo kind of thing with two other guys, and the one guy was from Wisconsin, and, you know, a Christian. It's, like, you know, cool, perfect. So I finally have a place to live, and I'm flying, and it's awesome, and I love it. Still trusting God, because I didn't have the money to even do this. Like, I had a little bit of money, but <clears throat> I didn't have it all. And I'm like, well, God, you know, I feel like you told me to come out here. And uh, 
you know, go to flight school. So I'm trusting you for the money. So I, uh, and the process I'm flying and working and not getting much sleep, staying up for a long time because I worked overnight. And then went to the flight school in the morning. And then sometimes I'd just, you know, pass out on the weekend for like 14 hours because I didn't sleep very much. And uh, anyway, in the meantime, my wife, who was, uh, I had met before, but didn't really have any interest in because I was sick of people trying to set me up. <laughs> and somebody's like, she, she, they're like, this girl would be perfect for you. And I'm like, no, I'm like too many times, you know. And so here she starts messaging me while I'm out there, you know. And we, you know, talk a little bit, and then it just kind of stops. But it was my fault. I thought, it, you know, I I didn't realize I didn't message her back. But you know, until later, <laughs> later on. But anyway, so I'm out there for six months, and I run out of money. And I'm like, well, what am I gonna do? You know, I found out some stuff with my roommate wasn't the best, and he had been going through my stuff while I was gone and stuff like that. And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm moving back home. I have no money, whatever. I'll move back home. <coughs> and so I move home. My wife had been hanging out with my friends and my sister. And so, you know, like I started hanging out with my friends again, and she was there. And, and so, you know, we started, I started getting to know her a little more. And I'm like, I really like this girl, you know? So we started dating. And, and then... I think it was like three months later I asked her to marry me. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and then it was like, you know, a few months after that we got married and like, why wait? I figured, you know. So, uh, anyway, then I go to school at Delta or, or go to school for aircraft mechanic and get a job at Delta. <coughs> and it was good and I enjoyed it. I was gone a lot and stuff like that. So, then the whole COVID thing happened, and they had a buyout package. And <clears throat> around the same time, I was uh, watching this Todd White, <coughs> excuse me, sorry, this Todd White uh, sermon, and like he was saying how he had a school, he was starting a school, and I just felt the Lord say, "You should go to that." And so, <coughs> so I'm like, okay. <coughs> Just sitting there, you know, thinking about it. Don't even tell my wife. Don't even tell Gabrielle. Here she watches the same <laughs> the same message. <laughs> and God says the same thing to her. She tells me. I think I think we're supposed to go to that school, you know. So, like I said, it was a perfect time because Delta was providing this bio package. Where it'd be like a little bit of money and and flight benefits and stuff like that for a while. And th this whole time we're pregnant with Uriah, our youngest. <coughs> and uh, they only had school down there. They didn't have online school. And so uh, I'm like, well, I'm going to end up moving down there, you know, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be down there when she's like getting really close to being due and she didn't want that <laughs> and so <laughs> she was like you know praying about it and stuff and then all of a sudden they said we're opening up an online school I'm like okay well 
see if I can transfer to that, because I had already been accepted and, you know, everything. And so I ended up doing that, uh, and it was good. And I graduated from LCU the two years, the two-year program this spring, and uh, <coughs> it was good. And like, like I said, I've been a Christian my whole life, pretty much. And there was <coughs> stuff in that school, and like, I've been a Christian my whole life. Why didn't I know about this stuff, you know? But anyway, um, but that brings us up to today, and uh, I'm an aircraft mechanic at <coughs> a small airport working on little airplanes, and I enjoy it, And but I do feel like there's more, you know? There's more to life than that, <coughs> and God's calling me to more, but I don't know what that is yet, but anyway, um, kind of all that to say that, like, <coughs> all these things I've done, <coughs> I don't really regret that, even though it didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out. I never got my helicopter license. <coughs> Someday I will finish, hopefully. Um, but anyway, it's like, I'm not, I don't regret doing that, and in this time, these times, it's been hard, but, you know, it's good still. Uh, so, I guess I will uh, get to what I had. The Lord has been showing me. It's like, <laughs> I just want to share with you something that God's been, like, showing me the, over the past couple of months, anyway. And it's like, <laughs> it gets me excited and, and like, on fire to want to do something for Him and... Uh, I'll try to get through it all. It's kind of a lot, but <clears throat> um, first of all, I guess, well, I just have a question. It's just nothing necessarily relating to the message, but I just thought I'd start out with this. Um, <clears throat> and it's a question people have had for a long time, um, but what do you guys think the meaning of life is? That's <laughs> 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 a, it's a deep one, but so for quite a while, I've answered this question. Uh, <coughs> the meaning to life is relationship. But, <coughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> you know, because that's why God made us, to, to be in fellowship with us, you know? <coughs> and all this other stuff, you know, falls down from that. <coughs> so, um, the kind of title of my lesson is uh, dreaming with God, and so <coughs> I don't have this figured out by any means because, and I'm still working on all of it, but just things that God has showed me. <coughs> um, first of all, too, I didn't, Adam asked me to do this, and I'm like, no, I don't want to. I, I didn't tell him that, but I'm like, I'll pray about it, and like, I prayed, <laughs> and I, <coughs> and I feel like God said, yeah, you have to do this. And I'm like, I never really wanted to preach, even though it was kind of interesting because my, <coughs> my wife was cleaning yesterday and she found an old journal of mine. <coughs> and I don't really journal. I don't. <laughs> if you know me, I don't. But I would like to do more. But in there, I, uh, written down, you will preach one day. And I'm like, I don't know why, because I don't like to do this stuff, you know. <laughs> and, you know, obviously you can tell I'm a little nervous, but, um, yeah, so, I mean, God knows. <laughs> but, anyway, <clears throat> so, first of all, I thought of, I talk about 
things that can like <clears throat> hinder you from dreaming with God. <clears throat> First of all, how you view God <clears throat> can dream you or can keep you from dreaming with God because if you don't think that he's a good God, <clears throat> how do you expect him to do good things in your life, you know? And if you don't expect him to heal you, like, he's not, I mean, he's not going to be able to. He wants to, but he won't be able to because you'll hinder him. <clears throat> Second of all, how you view yourself can help and can stop you if you don't think you deserve it. If you don't think you are capable of doing what God has called you to do will stop you. And uh, uh, I have just a scripture reference for that would be, you know, Proverbs 23, 7. Uh, the first part of that verse is like, for as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So if you don't think you can or don't think that God wants to <clears throat> use you, it's going to stop you from doing what he's called you to do and what even what you, you know you want to do, and then uh, <clears throat> but like <clears throat> we need to start seeing ourselves the way God sees us, and and like in First Corinthians two sixteen it says, "For who has known the mind of Christ, that He will instruct him." But we have the mind of Christ, <clears throat> so like. If we don't think we're capable, I mean, we have the mind of Christ. We can do whatever, you know. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Right, and so, like, we need to find those scriptures and and just meditate on them until they become part of us. Yeah. <clears throat> and also, let God tell you who you are, you know, in your quiet time when you're sitting there. Let Him show you. Ask Him. Uh, the third thing that can stop you from dreaming. <clears throat> with God, essentially, this is more of a long-term thing, but it's like how you see the world. If you see the world like most people see it, that, that it's going downhill, that you know, it's not worth trying trying to save. <clears throat> I mean, most people are getting what they believe, you know? They believe the world is going down. That's what's going, you know? Instead of partnering with God and saying, we're going to change that. Amen. <clears throat> Um, yeah, and so, going back to, like, what God says about us, um, there's a verse that has been standing out to me quite a bit lately, and I'm just going to share it with you, and I may have shared it, like, I think a few weeks ago, but John 15, 15 through 16, in the Passion specifically, it says, no longer do I call you servants, for the Servant does not know what the master is doing, but I call you friends. For all who <clears throat> have heard my, for heard from my father, I have known, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, that you should go and bear fruit, that your fruit may abide, so that whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it to you. God wants to, he wants to show you things and he wants to, he wants to show you things to change the world and you have to be willing 
you know, to ask and seek him. And, like, he calls us friends. Like, I tell my friends things, you know, that I'm excited about, that I'm thinking about doing, you know. It's like God's the same way with us. He wants to show you what he wants to do. <clears throat> and then, uh, and he wants to create new things with you, like, like when uh, Adam in the garden, he's like, you know, name the animals. And he's like walking around with, with Jesus, in, or with, you know, God. And he's like, he gave him, you know, creative freedom to name the animals. Like, he wants to create a world with you, you know? <laughs> Excuse me. Um... I had recently heard uh, this story, it's like a true story, about Matt McPherson. Have you guys heard of Matthew Bowes and <coughs> McPherson guitars? So <coughs> Matt is a Christian, and... Uh, He's always, like, loved <clears throat> bows from a young age. It's, like, intrigued him. But, and he's been a Christian, too, for, like, a long time. His dad was a pastor. <clears throat> but when he was, I can't remember how old he was. But anyway, he started his bow company. It wasn't Matthew Bowes at that time. It was something else. But, <clears throat> like, he was a Christian. He loved worship and you know, playing guitar and stuff, but uh, God told him when he was spending time with God, like, <clears throat> sorry, I have the answer to every problem in the world, <clears throat> but if people just ask me for the answer, I'll give it to them, you know, and like specifically ask for things. And so he's like, <laughs> okay, God, you know, how do I make a better bow? when he woke up one night to a paper floating in front of his face <laughs> with, <coughs> with the design for a single cam bow. And like <coughs> the problem with the double cam bow like everything else had been at that time is they had to be synced perfectly. And with just one, you don't have to worry about that. But like <coughs> he prayed and I think it was like a couple weeks later, God gave him this. Um this idea and he's like well okay god but how do i how do i like you know market this bow because it's you know it's nobody knows anything about this you know how am i gonna sell it and so <coughs> god uh told them uh i think i can't remember exactly wording but essentially you know like show them why they shouldn't be skeptical kind of thing. Um, but my whole point is like, that he wants to tell you, he wants to tell you things, he wants to show you things, and he wants you to partner with him and, you know, change the world. Like, <coughs> he, you know, his, one of his uh, goals is to <coughs> make a lot of money and spend a lot of money changing the world. 
<clears throat> so, I mean, like, just think what we could do if we ask God for just even, like, what are problems we're dealing with right now? Just ask him for the answer and expect you're going to get an answer. <clears throat> so, I just thought that was really cool, like, you know, and he's, like, really successful, you know, but because he trusted God and he 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 went after it, you know. And uh, in Matthew 7, 7, it says, Ask and keep on asking, and it will be given to you. Seek and keep on seeking, and you will find and knock, and keep on knocking, and the door will be opened. And uh, another verse that's been standing out to me a lot, too, is Proverbs 24, 3 and 4 in the Passion Translation. It says, Wise people are builders. They build families, businesses, and communities. And through intelligence and insight, their enterprises are established and endure. Because of their skilled leadership, hearts of people are filled with treasures of wisdom and and the pleasures of spiritual wealth. (coughs) Like I said, he wants to build with us. Build churches, build communities where we aren't like everybody else. Why shouldn't Christians be the ones like leading industries and coming up with new ideas that are inspired? Um, I know one of the things I've, I've struggled with personally, uh, about this whole thing is like, how do I know that my dream isn't, or is the right one, you know, um, and so I have a little clip, actually, uh, from the Karate Kid uh, that, uh, I would like to show, because when I was watching this, I'm like, man, that's so true, (laughs) so... Come inside. Thanks. I think it's so small. I train. Creep here, tie there. Where'd you learn how, Japan? Okinawa. Who's that? My country. Uh, China here. Japan here, Okinawa yeah. You go to school for this? Uh, father teach. Oh, is he a gardener? Fisherman. Fisherman. These are really beautiful. Come, you try. 
No, I don't know how to do this stuff. No, 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 sit down. No, no, I may mess it up. I don't want to mess it up or something. Close eye. Trust. Concentrate. Think only three. Make a perfect picture down to rust pine needle. Wipe your mind clean, everything but tree. Nothing exists, whole world, only tree. You got it? Open eye. Remember picture? Yeah. Make a like picture. Just to trust the picture. But how do I know if my picture's the right one? If come from inside you, always right one. All right. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> so, <laughs> like, it's a perfect picture of. Us and God, you know. <coughs> He's like, if you want to see, come inside, you know. Come check it out. You know? And he's like, he wants to show you, he wants to teach you. He wants you to trust what he's put inside of you. And if we spend time with him, we go after him. We can't trust that picture inside. And then we just got to walk it out, you know, with him, obviously. But, but like, uh, in Proverbs 37, 4, it says, Find your delight and treasure in Yahweh. This is the Passion, the passion Translation again. And he will give you what you desire the most. <coughs> I believe that. God gives you God gives you desires for one, but also he wants you to like he wants to give you things that you desire too. Like it doesn't have to necessarily be you know, excuse me, what he wants, but I feel like he just he's like he's like, you know, we're his kids and he's like I want you to, you know, I want you to do stuff you want to do too. And if we take the time to spend time with him and pursue him, we don't have to worry about it being the wrong thing or whatever. Because I believe that if I do something that's not right, he's going to tell me, you know? It's like just most people wait for the, and this is a quote from uh, Bill Johnson, but I Probably not going to quote it perfectly, but most people are waiting for a, a green light when they should be waiting for a red light and going. Just just go until you get a red light. Because if you're listening, he'll tell you. I think it was in, uh, I think it was Paul. I can't remember exactly. I think it was Paul anyway. But when he went, he wanted to go preach in Asia, and he, it says the Holy Spirit stopped him from preaching, you know. That's like he went. He had a call. He said, you know, go, <coughs> go, uh, 
you know, preach the gospel. So he was going. And then he went to Asia because that's where he wanted to go, you know. And then the Holy Spirit's like, no, not here, you know. But at least he went. You know, it's easier to steer a boat that's moving than one that's standing still. You can't, the rudder's not going to do anything. Same with an airplane. <laughs> the rudder's not going to do much if you just sit in there. And so, yeah, just, you know, don't be afraid to step out and do something. And trust that he will tell you if it's wrong. And the last thing I have about dreaming with God is kind of a more practical way to, you know, get stuff to, to happen. And uh, it's a thing that I kind of, kind of struggle with a little bit is because I sometimes don't feel like that I'm that creative and that I'm that I have that good of imagination. But you know, God gave us imagination, and it's a good thing. Uh, most of the times in the Bible, though, it's used in a not so good way, saying it's bad. But that's like a vain imagination or not used for the right things. Uh, and just an example of like how powerful imaginations are in Genesis uh, 11, verse 6, about the Tower of Babel. It says, And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language. And this is the only, or this is only the beginning of what they will do. And now nothing they have imagined they can do will be impossible for them. It's like <laughs> this was a bad thing, you know, that you know, God didn't they were trying to get to heaven, you know, they were trying to build the tower to heaven. But he said that nothing they've imagined themselves to do would be impossible. Same thing for us, you know. But if we use it for good and allow God to use our imagination and show us pictures of things like, you know, Matt McPherson where God showed him a picture exactly how to build it. Um, and uh, there's another, like, story that I heard also from Bill Johnson. It's through Bethel. They have this, there's this ministry. It's like a homeless shelter for, like, young people like in, I think mainly like 20s and, th- you know, 30s or something. But this this specific homeless shelter, they believe that God is going to show them things, and they ask, and then they pray. And, they, and they spend, you know, a considerable amount of time praying. And so far out of that that homeless shelter, there's, there's been, like, quite a few inventions that God has shown them, and, like, they have quite a few patents and stuff. I don't know exactly the number, but it's, like, <clears throat> they're willing, they're asking, they're expecting, and they're praying, and God shows them. <clears throat> and there's one specific instance where it was like a toy, some anti-gravity like flying machine that God showed them. And so they took it to 
somebody to get manufactured and they're like, this is never going to work. It's not going to fly. <clears throat> so they went back and they prayed. And God showed them specifically how to build it, what materials to use, and all that stuff. And within a couple weeks, it was flying. And out of that, people from the company they went to, they took it to China. But people from that company in China, they got saved because, you know, they're like, this isn't going to work. And then God shows them and, like, like, you know, they gave the glory to God and he used it to change people in a country that, you know, isn't really accepting of God. And so, yeah, just, I just want to, the main thing today that I wanted to convey is just <clears throat> don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to dream with God. Dream big, you know. <clears throat> we need to have vision for years and years and years down the road. Even if, you know, he comes tomorrow with, like, we need to think way down the road so that we don't just sit here and do nothing, you know. Obviously, you know, we're supposed to evangelize and stuff like that, which is something we can do. But how much more productive is evangelism if it comes out of a place of excitement for God and, like, you can't help but keep it in, you know? Or keep you can't help but share it. I mean, it's like, I believe we're supposed to get excited for God, the things of God, <laughs> excited to spend time with Him. And, like, He's supposed to be everything. Not Not just number one, but everything, you know? And out of that, everything flows family and church and so yeah like I said I just want to encourage you guys to ask God to show you things and expect he's going to because you because you're his friend and and then use it to change the world and influence people that you wouldn't be able to influence if you didn't listen you know he wants to give you good things and yeah, uh, I mean, it says, too, just final final scripture uh, before I close. Uh, in Proverbs 25, 2, it says, It is the glory of God to conceal things, <coughs> but the glory of kings to search things out. <coughs> He's called us kings, you know, kings and priests. That's us. We're supposed to search it out.